Well, hello again from Hunter's Ale House. It's good to be back from 2019 here to 2021. We're getting the sound still indoctrinated here. It's It's been a while since we've been back here. And a little Brock, out of practice. Yeah. It's good to see you. It's been a while, Brock. It has been a while. Well, we've seen each other many times, but it's good to be back doing Central Michigan stuff. You're not nervous on the microphone with me? I am nervous right now. <laughs> well, we've got a big one coming up. It is the opener in 2021, and what a crazy year last year was. In 2020, just six games, only Mac. We started in November, back to that full 12-game slate, and uh, a big one against Missouri Tigers on Saturday in Columbia. Yeah, it almost seems like last year didn't happen. I, it, was, it was a very uh, surreal situation, but just... Just to get back to some normalcy and playing some Chippewa football, very excited about this game this weekend, and, and we'll dig into that a little bit uh, as we go through the show. But uh, very excited to be back in the booth with you and, and get after it this year. You know, I know you listen to every one of me and Coach Mack's podcasts throughout the offseason. Never miss one. So you would understand that Coach Mack was super excited to get back here. He couldn't wait for September 2nd. He had all his calendars and then – what did he go and do? And he's skipping out on the first show. It's unbelievable. I thought that maybe he would have waited till after the game to get the appendectomy, but uh, he had to get it done quickly. So uh, it's unfortunate. Sure wish he was here, but, uh, you know, we all wish him well, and, and uh, we'll be excited to have him next week, hopefully. Yeah, we certainly wish him a speedy recovery. We'll miss him here tonight, but know the Chippewas are in good hands. So we have uh, made some changes to the show. Our director of athletics, Amy Fullen, is here. We're also going to talk with Tim Skipper, who's now the acting head coach until Coach Mack gets back. And then we've got the coordinators in the house, Kevin Barbe, Rob Akey, and Keith Murphy. All will stop by as we get you ready for that open around the road, 4 o'clock Eastern time down in Columbia as the Chippewas take on the Tigers. When we come back, we will join, uh, have the director of athletics, Amy Fullen, here as we're underway in the first Coach Max show of the 2021 season right here on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Welcome back to Hunter's Hill House. It is the first Coach Max show of the 2021 fall season. Adam Jackson, Brock Gutierrez, and the director of athletics, Amy Fullen. Your first Coach Max show in person here at Hunter's Hill House. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, we're certainly excited to kind of get going with some more normalcy here in 2021. You took over at such an interesting time. How has the last year been for you as you're coming up, I believe, on a year since you took the job in what, October? October 5th will be a year. The boss is in the house, so hopefully we make it that far. <laughs> and uh, the, the whole year has been, you know, it's been incredible. Fantastic people, fantastic times. But, you know, Coach has been throwing it to me this week. It's kind of been an unbelievable week, let alone reflect on the year. Yeah, that uh, certainly took us by surprise. Uh, found out yesterday, obviously, about Coach Mack. I, I saw your tweet about, um, you know, the football staff and, and just having your full support. But, obviously, we're thinking about Coach Mack. Ho hopefully he can get, get back here soon. Well, he's got the best nurse in Karen. We all know she's a star. So <laughs> That's true. That's there's true. nobody better than that. So he's in good hands. And, you know, I've really been impressed with his staff. Like, went over, nobody skipped a beat. And it's true leadership when he's out. They're all stepping up, next man out, and have a lot of confidence in all the coaches over there. And I was checking on them and worried about Mac. And then I realized, you know, we're in good hands. We're ready to go. It's game week. And I was kind of excited. I think there's an open headset. So I, I put my hands <laughs> on it first. It's a veteran staff, and uh, I could certainly see, you know, I, knowing a lot of these guys, I know uh, not, uh, they're not going to skip a beat, that, that I know. So, I, But I also know as a head coach, he's, uh, it's going to be very difficult for him to be here in Mount Pleasant uh, uh, watching, watching from the television. I'm sure he'll have some contact with the guys in, in Columbia, Missouri. 
Well, I don't know where he's going to be, but I told Karen she has the toughest job this week. Yeah, she's the that's one that's going to keep him down, and we know he's he's a true leader and a great coach and willing to get out there. But like I said, without him being there, his team is just always ready to go and next man up. So I've really been impressed by his leadership and all the, the coaching staff and the student-athletes. So I'm just excited to get on the plane to Missouri and whatever comes at us. That's what I love about CMU athletics and CMU in general, perseverance, hard work, and just figure out a way to get it done no matter what adversity comes at us. Yeah, fire up. Fire up. <laughs> what are your expectations here for football? Because, again, you came in in kind of a half-only season with just uh, Mid-American Conference games that started in November. So first real full season, year three, for Coach Mack, which he said I circled this year about having my recruits and kind of having my team together. So what are you expecting here in the fall of 2021? Well, you know, I think the expectations coming here with President Davies' leadership setting him is just to be a leader in the MAC and all that we do. So I love that about Coach McElwain, and I love that about his staff, and I love that about CMU through and through. We expect to go on the field. We expect to compete for championships and get our student-athletes degrees, and those expectations are going to be the same, and we're going to get out there and get after it. I know that I'm sure you've had some run-throughs here for Kelly Shorts and what that home opener is going to look like. And I don't want to skip the game against Missouri, but I know fans and, you know, everybody that follows this program so closely can't wait to see what that atmosphere is like with the Chippewa Champion Center. Uh, give everybody an idea of what you're expecting next Saturday for that home opener. Well, you know, the staff has been working hard. That's one of the things we focused on is the fan experience. And one of the things that I did admire from afar as CMU has had a history of filling that stadium and having a lot of pride and tradition and I think it's going to be no different really excited coming out of this pandemic era where a lot of people weren't able to go to the games last year and be a part of it so we're excited to celebrate CMU we're just going to tell some of the CMU highlights and history and showcase CMU Mount Pleasant this great community and tell some of those stories and we want people to come and celebrate this community and come in for the weekend and stay all the time and come back so we're excited to showcase this great university and community through our football game, and our team has been working hard to increase that fan experience, and I think they'll see it. You know, Brock will tell you that they recruited him on a new football building when he came here in the 90s, so he's very excited that it's built and uh, everybody can take it in this year. Yeah, it was uh, it was like a little styrofoam board mock-up back in 1990, and it was and it's finally, you know, it's uh, uh, better late than never, I guess, right? It was 30 years ago, but that, that's a, a, an absolutely amazing facility. Had the opportunity to, to, to take a tour of it and go through it, and uh, it's beautiful, and it, and it is going to do a lot of things to enrich that fan experience. And, and I know so many people, and not only in the community, but in you know, the former players that are excited to come back and see it and, and to see this football team compete and just see the whole package that we get out there in the field. So um, I know that it's going to be very exciting. Yeah, it's inspiring. I mean, the building is beautiful, but I know this team has won the most MAC championships since 1974 when it joined, and I think that building kind of epitomizes that and puts, you know, a visual to just the strong tradition and history and just shows where we are and where we're going. So it's amazing, and it's a testament to everybody that um, so many people made that building happen. And I think Coach McElwain said it's not just where we are, it's where we're going. Absolutely. And, you know, with his leadership and the – all the people he has with him, I know there's just great things ahead, and we're all excited to get out, get back after it, and just play those games there. What are you looking forward to this school year? I know the students are back. There's a little bit more buzz. I know football is just getting underway, but soccer has started. Field hockey has started. All these teams will get ready to take the field, take the court, whatever it is here in 2021. So what are you hoping to accomplish or see from the student-athletes? Yeah, I'm just excited. You know, it's amazing what they achieve and accomplish, and 
every day you can draw energy off of them and what they're doing in the classroom and on the field. And I'm just excited for all of our sports. I mean, everybody really had an upward trajectory last year, and we're continuing that trend. And, you know, our basketball team winning the MAC and baseball winning the MAC and went with gymnastics to nationals. And, you know, we just have more of that coming, and I think we'll even have a better year. So I'm excited to get after it and get out on the court field and just see everybody get done what they do best and perform and compete in the classroom and on, on the field. Can't wait for it. And it starts uh, for Brock and I. And, of course, you making the trip down Saturday to Columbia. We'll see you down there. And uh, let's fire up chips, right? Fire up chips. Fire up chips. All, All right. right. That's the director of athletics, Amy Folin. Give her a round of applause. Certainly uh, happy to have her on board. When we come back, we're going to talk some Central Michigan football with Tim Skipper as the Chippewas get ready for week one against the Tigers. It's the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, uh, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. We are super excited for Central Michigan football to come back here in 2021, back in the non-con and back down in the SEC to take on the Missouri Tigers Saturday at 4 o'clock. Our coverage begins on our network at 3 o'clock. Adam Jackson, Brock Gutierrez, and, well, you're not Coach Mack, but it is the acting head coach, the assistant coach, and linebackers coach, Tim Skipper. It's been a whirlwind of 48 hours. You're trying to get ready for the first game in this year, and, you found out the news with Coach Mack as well. How are you handling everything? Uh, it's, it's been going good. Um, not able to check my phone as much as I used to. I've uh, been super busy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's been fine. Coach Mack, I've been with him for a long time, and he always prepares you for these situations. So it's here, and you always say, hey, one day something crazy is going to happen, and it's we got to deal with it. And here we are. You know, he just has that ability to always see the future a little bit. So I'm excited about the opportunity. Um, all setbacks are temporary. We overcome them and we get better from it. So we're ready to roll, ready to go, and uh, I'm here with you guys right now. Well, it's one of those things, you know, you preach to the players all the time, next man up, right? And so here you go, next man up, get, it, get her done. Somebody has to pick up the flag. That's right. There can't be any drop-off in performance now, Definitely. okay, Coach? Definitely right. Definitely right. <laughs> Game's getting here close. Yes. I was telling Brock, uh, with all these new responsibilities with Coach Mack, um, trying to recover right now, you had to take over for uh, the media and handle that over uh, WebEx yesterday. I was like, Brock, he came in with so much energy. I thought he was ready to get out there on the field. So I, we can feel your excitement about the season. I imagine the players are ready to get to get out on the field and face another opponent as well in a couple of days. Definitely. It, you know, it's the first game for the players, but it's the first game for the coaches too. Yeah. We've been scheming each other all this time since spring ball. Now we're ready to go against somebody else. So we're excited for the challenge. Um, a lot of energy. We had a very good practice today. And uh, tomorrow will be here, and then Saturday will get here. And tomorrow is leaving as well. What time are you guys heading out? You guys flying, obviously, down to Columbia? Definitely. We'll, we'll do meetings and we'll do walkthroughs and those type of things in the morning time and early afternoon. And then we'll fly out in the afternoon, take a bus ride to get to our hotel. And then we have some last final meetings that we do. And we'll get a good night of sleep and we'll kick this thing off. Man, it sounds great just to hear the, the travel plans. And uh, we didn't have this last year. You guys were bussing everywhere <laughs> last year to get on a plane and to go play an opponent from outside the conference and to do it here in September. Really exciting times. Let's start with, with your group. 
the linebackers. What have you seen from those guys, and uh, what can Chippewa fans expect from the linebacking core on Saturdays? Definitely, and I'm blessed to have a veteran crew. Uh, mm -hmm. Troy Brown, George Douglas, those guys played a lot of ball for us last year and Troy the year before that, and they kind of set the tone for the room. You know, I'm in there, and when I first got here, it was kind of weird because a lot of our meetings, we were talking through computer screens and stuff. So mm -hmm. this year has been fun to actually get that intimate relationship with them and see their reactions in person, and they get used to me and me getting used to them. It's been a blessing to just be able to do face-to-face -face stuff. So our linebacker crew, I think a lot of people are going to see we're a lot more physical. Those guys have done a good job in the offseason with Coach Welsh adding muscle, adding some weight to their bodies. Uh, those two in particular are expecting some big things from. We have some new faces. Uh, Kyle Moretti had a very good training camp. Um, Fernando Sanchez, very good uh, training camp. Uh, Coom uh, Gwilly, who we had to move to D-line because of COVID stuff last year. He's now playing linebacker, playing our Sam linebacker. He's a big, massive, physical guy who every day had that ooh-and-ah type hit. So expecting big things from him. And then Marcel Lewis came and added on Wait to it. Wait a minute. I have to interrupt you. You said that you guys hit each other in practice? <laughs> I, thought, I thought with today's kinder, gentler game, you weren't allowed to have contact in practice. Is Definitely. That? And you know what? We, I think we had four full pad practices. Four practices. Well, I think we all had four one practices in the first day. <laughs> in all one a day. So <laughs> game's changing a little bit. Game is changing. Uh, Everything's getting for cute. The better. <laughs> so the linebacker crew, um, expect some big things from those guys. We have some experience there, and uh, we just need to play on Saturday. They're excited and anxious, and I'm looking forward to watching them. We're talking with Tim Skipper, the assistant head coach and the linebacking coach for the Central Michigan Chippewas. It'll be CMU and Missouri, 4 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, defensively, when you look at Missouri on the other side, their defense is kind of a misnomer because they bring in a new D.C., a new scheme. But offensively, they bring their quarterback back. What have you seen from watching them on film from last year's games? So, so they do a lot on offense. They're going to give a lot of shifts, motions, window dressing stuff to hide all their plays. Kind of run the same plays, but it's in a different formations and things. So we have to be locked in. We have to read our keys. We have to be sound. We have to be disciplined. We have to stay home. There's a lot of trick plays involved also. Their quarterback is very, very smart. He doesn't turn over a lot. So we're going to be we have to be where we need to be. They have some quick running backs. Uh, there's going to be a lot of new wideouts that we have to go against. And, you know, you hear about them. Everything is speed, speed, speed. So when we get out there, we'll have to see uh, how fast they truly are and everything. But I think the hidden thing about them, I think their best unit is their O-line. Their O-line does a great job, a lot of size. Their zone blocking schemes, they eat up space. So we're going we're gonna to have our hands full, but, you know, that's why we practice and we're ready. We've been watching film for two weeks. So let's kick this thing off. Let's go. Yeah, you look at their offensive line, Brock, and, and certainly you can speak to this, but they've got a lot of guys that have played a lot of college football games and uh, a lot of experience, and that certainly helps uh, on that depart in that department. Yeah, certainly from a communication standpoint and from – uh, you just knowing the guy next to you and, and how he's going to attack a certain a certain zone block and those types of things. It's it is it, it, it is very valuable to an offensive unit and uh, you know. But if you can if you can get those big D linemen up front to occupy one a couple of those guys and get those linebackers running free, uh, I expect to see some big hits this weekend, man. <laughs> definitely, right. definitely. You know, old line always talking and point Mike fifty one, Mike fifty one. We're yeah. going to confuse all that stuff. Good, so. I like I like <laughs> yeah. Again, this guy puts on a helmet. I wouldn't be surprised on Saturday if, if you're out on the field. <laughs> I'm ready. If, I, if one still fits me, I'm ready to do it. It's been going on 25 years, so, hey, we'll see. You got one series left in you? got one series. At least a kickoff. I feel, yeah, I feel the same way. 
I see you guys have added depth this year with uh, the new COVID rules and bringing in basically two freshman classes. Coach Mack, you hear that? You got one more on your bench if you need, right? <laughs> Definitely. Put me in, Coach. Put me in. <laughs> All right. Tim Skipper, he's assistant head coach and the linebacking coach for the Chippewas. Keep bringing the energy, and uh, best of luck here on Saturday as you head into week one against Missouri. Definitely. Thanks for all the support, and we'll be there Saturday. Looking forward to it. Fired up, Chips. Fire up. All right, we'll talk with special teams coordinator Keith Murphy when we come back. It's the first Coach Mack show of the fall in 2021. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back here at Hunter's Ale House in Mount Pleasant, getting ready for game one between Central Michigan and Missouri with Brock Gutierrez, Adam Jackson, and Keith Murphy, special teams coordinator. I can go ahead and just sit this segment out, right? Because Brock's favorite part of football is the kicking game. He says that. Well, no, that's not altogether true. It, it actually is. I like, well, they don't do it as much anymore, but I like <laughs> the kickoff return. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, there's that. a lot of good collisions in that. That's awesome. That's I don't right. necessarily like kickers or punters but i know that they're very <laughs> integral part of the game so and we've got a good punter we do we and have a good, a good punter we have yes, a good kicker absolutely and, you know we've got a pretty good special teams coach right here coach murph how you doing i'm doing great and it's good to be here and uh yeah you know kickers and punters we uh, have our little powwows and meetings and stuff yeah. like that and we yeah. uh, we make sure we uh we are focused all the time That's oh, all the time man <laughs> <laughs> Well, tell us about the two guys that came onto the scene last year that uh, we really didn't know what to expect, and they wowed Luke Alzinga first yeah. and then uh, Marshall Meter after that, your field goal kicker. Well, both those guys, obviously, uh, I think we knew we had they had potential. Um, obviously, Coach Mack signed Luke, and, uh, you know, they I saw his ability. And then, uh, you know, when I got him, it was just making him, you know, make him more compact because he has a longer body, you know, so – uh, but for mo the most part, just simplifying him, he actually one-stepped all last year. He, he, it's a less thinking, you know, and that's uh, that's the thing you got to handle with these guys, you know. The less thinking, the better. And um, he was able to uh, have a great first punt, and from there, just kind of went from there. And then with Marshall, again, I do that with all new specialists, young specialists. Is, is I'm not worried about your mechanics and all those stuff. you got, you know, kicking coaches that you've gone to your entire life. I'm not here to, to correct or, you know, do all that stuff that you've learned your entire life. But – just simplify get used to the surroundings you know get used to your holder your teammates you know all those things and get comfortable with your environment and then from there it just takes off from there so kicking and punting sometimes a psychological part where you want to have uh, you have a really good year but you could potentially have a setback year so in terms of avoiding that how do you keep them up where they were in year one and have a good second year as well yeah and the biggest thing and i've had this progression with actually uh, my last two kickers I've had at other schools as well is like, you know, their first year kicking, get them used to the environment, okay? And then the second year, okay, Coach Welsh gets a hold of them, right? And they got these new muscles and things like that, and they're feeling strong, and I can kick <laughs> 10 yards further, and I can do all those things. So it's controlling what they have that they've built in the weight room because our guys, our, our kickers and punters, snappers, they all train, and they just, like, you know, if they're, if they're the – you know, starting O-lineman, you know, so they, they train like that. They build the muscle mass and all those things. And uh, so as soon as they get that in the off season, they get into spring ball and they're, I got to swing harder. I got to swing harder. Well, no, just go back to your fundamentals, swing easy and let the weight room, you know, kind of the, all the stuff that Coach Wells did 
uh, just naturally happen. So. Like a golf swing, right? Exactly. Yeah. I think we all know that one. Huh? Everybody overswings and yeah. wants to drive it 300 yards. But like you said, let the let the club do the work. That's and, right. And what you've learned over the course of your lifetime, that muscle memory, and yep. and just getting them to hone in uh, yeah. mentally is such a huge part of the kicking game. So. 100%. Yep. The loop. I, th- I think you could uh, be, a, be a special teams yeah, coach. You want to coach kickers? I got yelled at him enough <laughs> as a player, but no. <laughs> All right. Great. Brock coaching the kickers. I can't even imagine. That would be yeah. fun. <laughs> well, Luke and Marshall both have uh, talked with the media over the last couple of weeks, and they both said um, what you said. Joel has helped them get stronger. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that from them in fall camp, getting ready for this first game? Well, I haven't really seen it, but I've heard it. You know, yeah. <laughs> the ball hitting the foot. Oh, yeah. And, and that's what you got. So you hear the thud. It's just a lower, lower, you know, sound, a thud. Um, and you don't hear as many slaps anymore as far as, uh, you know, those things. So uh, that obviously helps distance, hang time, all those things. So uh, that's you can close your eyes. I always say if you want to hear, you know, you know, find out who a good kicker is, just close your eyes. You can hear it, you know. So, yeah, a lot of gains to be made in the weight room between freshman, sophomore, so, you know, in that, in yep. that second, third year. There's a you know, that's when guys add a ton of mass, a ton of weight. They become men, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they're not high school kids anymore. They yep. become young men, and mm-hmm. and that is a huge step. And uh, just uh, you know, if you can if you can get that mental thing polished, and have the confidence to go out there, then it's a powerful combination, as you yep. well know. So, yep. looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, excited. Keith Murphy is joining us, special teams coordinator. Uh, one of the kind of unknown uh, aspects of kicking is just the holder you hope that yeah. you don't have to talk about the holder yeah. because you hope that everything goes smooth there is a new holder this year yep. so tell us uh, what we can expect on saturdays well that is a guy that obviously catches and touches a lot of balls that's our punter so uh luke elzinga um and that's good that's really kind of the natural progression um obviously had uh mark retrito last year uh who was you know, did a good job at it. But then um, what you want is not only a guy that touches the ball all the time, also a guy that's that's with the kicker all the time. Mm-hmm. So every time that we're uh, working operations and things like that, they're together. Okay, So it's maybe that, you know, 15 to 20 extra reps that you get in the course of a week uh, as opposed to maybe at, after practice grabbing, a, you know, a position player, a quarterback, you know, somebody that's doing all that stuff. So that they're always together. There's that that really have no issues we feel on that and uh, obviously Luke catching hundreds of ball from the other guy you don't want to know his name of Frank Lama <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> but uh, catching hundreds of balls from him every day they, they, those guys catch tons of balls so they got great hands so it's always such a strange relationship between the snapper <laughs> the punter and the kicker they, yeah. they are just their own little the yeah. three amigos they're, they're, yeah. they're their own little group it's yeah. uh, always been quite interesting well, to me got a little funny story about that the uh, <laughs> We actually call the three uh, the Coneheads from uh, the movie Miracle, mm. and uh, and obviously the Conehead yeah, line, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So hey, so what do you guys do? Hey, pass, shoot, and score. That's right. That's what they do. So. Finish each other's sentences <laughs> and right. uh, make sure that everything runs smoothly. <laughs> well, last question. One of the favorite parts for Brock and I to watch is the special teams mm. kickoffs, and I know it's a little bit yeah. limited. There's a lot of touchbacks, and there's not the hard contact mm-hmm. that we're used to, but. Take us through that group and how you found those guys because it seems like you have double the amount of options here with so many new guys on this roster. Yeah, the, uh, you're talking about who's going to kick off and those yeah. things. Yeah, so uh, we have uh, Josh Rolson who's uh, from Alaska, and uh, he will kick off for us, and we're excited for him because um, he was actually very highly recruited, uh, had a lot of opportunities, but has family in, uh, in the Michigan area, 
And uh, we just got a good relationship from the beginning uh, with him. And, uh, you know, he's a YouTube sensation, right? We're sitting there. He kicks a 56-yard field goal, and it's 20 degrees out, and it's at elevation. So we're like, okay, well, he must have a strong leg. So as we hit them uh, November and December games here, I don't think he'll have any issues there. But he's got a strong leg and uh, can kick the ball into the end zone. Uh, with uh, And if he doesn't, it has some good hang time that we feel like we can help our coverage units out. So um, we feel like we got a good one with him. Uh, again, just the same thing. He's, uh, he's young, and hopefully he'll get out there, and when the lights come on, he'll, he'll shine. And I Alaska. think that he's competitive. He's very competitive. Soccer, a lot of other sports that he's played up there. Wondered how you found a guy from Alaska, but YouTube's a wonderful thing. It, that is 100% it. <laughs> you can't hide anymore. If there's a, I used to be able to say, hey, coach, don't send this film out. Don't send this film out. But it's everywhere now. So they, he was highly recruited. Uh, Mississippi State, couple, actually a couple of SEC teams wanted him to walk on as well. So we're excited for him. Well, we're excited to see your group again this weekend. It'll be their first opportunity for two of those younger guys, well, all of them actually, to kick with a crowd. So mm -hmm. excited to see what that group looks like. Uh, Keith Murphy, thanks so much, and uh, go get them on Saturday. For sure, we'll do. Fire up, Chips. Fire up. All right, we'll continue on the Coach Max Show. We'll talk some offense. We'll talk some defense with the coordinators as we get ready for week one against the Tigers. It's the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. We are very happy to now be joined from Hunter's Ale House from by the uh, third-year defensive coordinator, Rob Akey. How the heck are you? I'm doing great, man. How in the world are you are? <laughs> Love the energy and the enthusiasm. Every time, I Rob. feel like I want to go play right now. Well, man. let's go. Let's go. Jacked up. I love it. <laughs> We've been waiting long enough. It's time to go, Amen. man. Amen. Amen. You know, Coach Mack told us about the K-Cups in the CCC here for fall camp. How many, how many of those coffee cups do you think have you had today or maybe throughout training camp? Any at all? No, I can't count that high. <laughs> <laughs> you got a calculator, but they, they keep you going all day. That's what you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? You know, he broke it down all the way, where you guys got them, how much they were per cup. He was really excited about the K-Cups. Yeah, he got down to a science, and he's, uh, it's good, so he keeps us rolling. Yeah, we were certainly thinking about him. Can't wait for Coach Mack to, to get back. Wish him a speedy recovery. But, uh, Coach Aiky, tell us about this defensive unit we're about to watch here in 2021 on the Chippewa side. Well, these guys have been working their tails off, and I'm excited about that. You know, it's, uh, and it feels like, you know, getting to finally play a game, it's, it's more normal. So it's like it's been two years coming, mm -hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, so getting to have some of those faces back, you know, getting Laquan back in the mix, you know, losing him in the first game last year and some of those things, the numbers ended up changing. So getting more of the, the crew together and having those guys has been an exciting thing. And then seeing the way that they worked, you know, we had uh, got a good start in spring practices and then what they've done over the course of the summer was awesome they all committed to being here and they worked their tails off you know joel welsh our strength coach does a fantastic job with those guys and they were they were busting their tails so it was great when we get to show up and see that and it showed up as we started our you know our training camp this uh you know over the last it feels like we've been in training camp for it's only been i guess a month but it feels like we've been doing it for about two years right now but uh i'm excited about what they're going to do and, and i'm excited to see them go and do it i guess if that makes sense what i'm mm -hmm. saying you know just uh 
you know, that season was short a year ago and all that kind of stuff. And you go through spring ball and you got training camp. Well, you know, it's, it needs to be a matter of a sense of urgency now. Let's go get this thing tuned up and let's roll and have great focus. And I noticed the, you know, the change in the way they kind of went about things once we got into game week this week, you know, because sometimes, you know, what you worry as a coach, you know, sometimes with the, you know, you go from spring ball to training camp and it's easy. You know, a player could fall into deal. Well, I'll get it next time or mm -hmm. next time. Well, you can't have that because if we make a mistake on game day, it could be fatal. You know, one guy being wrong, it, it can could kill you so their their focus has been better and and be real honest i'm i'm anxious to see them go out there and go hunt and i know so you touched on it a little bit but as a player it's so important to get into that that game week because yep. there's a routine right and there's comfort in that and as you in and, and it's it is there's no consistency train i mean there's consistency in training camp but there's no uh there's no focus there's no game prep right you're, you're competing against each other so as a player i mean that's it's so important to get into that game week, get some normalcy, and get out there and hit somebody else in a different jersey. Amen. And like you said, it, I know that we played six games last year, but still it, it, it wasn't normal by any stretch of the word. Not at all. So, so I mean, I can't imagine the uh, the intense buildup that you guys are, are feeling right now as you're getting ready to go and, and just getting this week behind you. And then that first kickoff is so important. That's going to get things going for the whole year. And Absolutely. Everybody's so excited to see it, and, and I bet you guys are too, and we're looking forward to it. I am too, man. It's, we're going to pin the ears back. We're going to go like the Dickens. Rob Akey is uh, joining us, defensive coordinator for the Chippewas. You mentioned Laquan Johnson, uh, Troy Hairston, another guy you have on the outside, but specifically on the inside of your defensive line, Tico Brown, Jacques Bristol, Tyrese Woods, Jason Williams. Tell us about that crew because we know a little bit more about the ends and their production, how you feel about up the middle with your defensive front. Well, I like the way that's progressing for us. You know, it was a shame losing Robbie Stewart. You know, it would be nice to have him in there with us. So that puts some more weight on the guys. So the two with the most experience, obviously, are Tico and Quezzi. And, uh, you know, and I think they're working to embrace that a lot more. And then, uh, you know, getting Tyrese Woods to come to come in with us you know he's a detroit guy and uh you know he, he's kind of like uh you know he so he went to buffalo initially right so he's played games in this league and that's a good thing he's played in a championship game that's a good thing and uh you know i look at it we kind of were able to save him you know he's a detroit guy obviously he made the mistake ending up in buffalo how that happened i don't know but he, he kind of like george jefferson he's moving on up now you know and, uh, so he's over here with us and that's been a good thing and and i'm really excited about jason williams the, the freshman you know and he doesn't act like he's a true freshman and so i think he's got a big career in front of him and obviously it's going to be new for him you know he hadn't played college football right. yet but uh seeing things like that in that youngster i'm really excited where that's going to end up being and you know and then there's some things we'll do with in being able to move guys around a little bit but i think that's a good start to where we're going with those dudes and, and uh like i said we need to we need to go get after somebody and, and, and knock some paint off the face mask and, and i think that's one of the positions on the field that that interior D-line that, that a freshman can actually can play. If That's they're, true. If they're strong enough. If they're big-bodied yep. and have good strength and, yep. and, and can get some separation in there, that, I think that's a position that that's a little bit easier to acclimate to as opposed to like a you know middle linebacker or something like that or, or safety. Exactly right. You got the whole line. This is my gap. You lined yeah. up already I mean, in it. We gave you a head you start. You can figure that out. Just when the ball go, you go. Go you for win. the ball. Yeah. 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 <laughs> get after the ball. We can't wait to watch it. Jason Williams, 305 pounds as a freshman. That's a mm -hmm. uh, pretty good size up the middle there. Yeah, it's a good start to it, and he's been working hard at it. And, uh, you know, he's just going to continue to get stronger and, uh, you know, gain some experience. So, you know, he'll uh, – I think you'll see his role continue to grow and grow, and it's going to be a good thing for us.
All right. Well, hey, we're looking forward to seeing your group out there on Saturday. I know you can't wait for game one. Coach Aki, thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck down in Columbia. Appreciate it, man. We'll see you on the TV. All right. All sounds right. good. We'll be right good back, and uh, we'll talk some offense uh, when we continue here on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Hard to beat this time of the year here in fall. The Coach Mack Show and the Chippewa football season is back in full force. 2021 Central Michigan taking on Missouri on Saturday. Adam Jackson, Brock Gutierrez, and the first-year offensive coordinator, Kevin Barbe is here. Congratulations on uh, the new bump up. I know you've been with the Chippewa <laughs> since 2019, but yep. still to have you in charge of the offense, that's really exciting to see. Awesome. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm really excited. And, uh, you know, just a, a great opportunity. And, you know, the past two years have been great with, with Charlie and Coach Mack. And with being with Mack for so many years, I've learned so much from him. And um, I'm just excited for the opportunity. Well, we want to know about this offense. Um, so go ahead and tell us who the starting quarterback is. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bam. Right Don't out do the that. Gate. Don't uh, do that. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Uh, yeah, so the offense, man, uh, obviously we, the fortunate thing that, that I have coming into this role and being a first-year coordinator here, uh, we have a lot of guys that have played a lot of football, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we got a lot of experience at receiver with Khalil Pimpleton, Ja'Cory Sullivan, uh, Dallas Dixon. We've got, you know, uh, experience at the offensive line. You know, Bernard Raymond, Jamez Kimbrough uh, is a great leader for us, Luke Gedeke. Um, you know, and then obviously at the running back position, we're, we're really loaded there as far as, um, you know, having great depth. And obviously it hurts lo losing Kobe, right? Mm -hmm. and, and we love Kobe and, and wish him the best, um, you know, and, and he'll be back and better than ever. But uh, we're really deep right there. So, you know, the tight end spot, you got Joel Wilson, you got Hunter Butchkowski. Um, and then, you know, in the quarterback room, you got uh, Jacob Sermon, you got Daniel Richardson and the young uh, Tyler Pape that came in and fall camp and is really impressed. Uh, all of us and so you know the the beautiful thing about our offense right now is there's a lot of competition going on in every single room and that only makes you better mm -hmm. right um, whenever you can sit back and kind of get comfortable and complacent because you know you know the job is yours then you're not pushing you're not getting better uh, so you know the beautiful thing right now is we got competition at every spot and uh, it's improving us all around so you, you kind of got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? That's exactly Every right. single day because uh, that, that speaks volumes. And, and to create that environment where there is that competition and knowing as iron sharpens iron, right? That's exactly right. So, uh, any, any big surprises from that incoming class? Uh, can, you, can you maybe touch on a couple of guys yeah. that, are, that were pretty big surprises? Yeah. Um, you know, in the incoming class, uh, obviously I've already spoke about Tyler Pape. He had a great fall camp. He's going to be a great quarterback here one day. Uh, you know, DJ Stepney at the running back position uh, is a really explosive young man uh, that had a great camp. And, you know, also those, those young guys that were here before, Marion Lukes and, and Miles Bailey, uh, you know, uh, are, are really explosive dudes, man, that we're really excited about. And, you know, and that's the, the thing about offense, right, is you got to get the ball in the guy's hands right. that can score touchdowns, right, and uh, do it in a creative manner. And, uh, you know, we've got an, a lot of explosive guys, so – and that was going to be uh, my question, Coach. That's all that Coach McElwain seems like he's stressed since he came in here in 2019, those explosive plays. And we saw so many of them in 2019. 
didn't see as many last year with the injuries and trying to figure out a quarterback with those injuries. Yep. But do you feel like there are explosive playmakers around that are going to make more of those plays here in 2021? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the game of football really, once you break it down, is really all about explosives and turnovers. Right? How many explosive plays can you create and how many turnovers? Right? So we protect the football, and Coach Aki and the defense, they create turnovers, right? And so it's all about explosives and turnovers, and I think we've got explosive players, right, with the playmaking ability to score at any moment in the receiver room, in the running back room, you know, and, heck, at the, at the tight end room as well. Kevin Barbe is with us, first-year offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. You mentioned a little bit about Kobe Lewis, certainly a loss for the Chippewas, but we look to Lou Nichols and, and guys, as you mentioned, younger. But let's start with Lou. Mac, freshman of the year, he actually was your leading rusher. But yep. do you feel like he's ready to kind of assume a bigger role here in 2021 with no Kobe Lewis? Yeah, absolutely. And, and Lou is one of the guys that, you know, like I talked about, you know, it's uh, it, we're fortunate in having a bunch of guys that have played a lot of football. And Lou obviously played a lot of football for us. And uh, he just continues to get better and better every single day. And, you know, really – uh, he he identifies his weaknesses, Lou, right, and, and finds out how he can get better, right, and uh, whether that be route running, right, uh, just recognition of protections and um, how he needs to pick blitzes up. Uh, Lou's had a great uh, fall camp, and, and he's going to do wonderful things for us. And, yes, absolutely, he's ready. I like his ability to run people over and run away from people. He's, violent, he's a man. violent runner. Absolutely. And uh, that's my kind of running back. I Me know too. the offensive <laughs> line guys love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You find those guys that are violent and, and they just run angry. And Lou is the nicest kid. I call him Sweet Lou, right? Because he's the nicest kid in the world, right? But when he touches the football, man, he runs angry. That's good. He's a violent That's runner. An awesome thing. We picture Lou Nichols, all we see is him hitting that safety in the hole into Cal last year, where he just ran him over yeah. and kept going into the end zone. Absolutely. Now, Lou Nichols, fun to watch. We can't wait to see him out there. The Mac Freshman of the Year in 2020. Okay, so Jacob Sermon, Daniel Richardson, potentially Tyler Pape, tell us one or two things that you liked about your quarterbacks in fall camp this year. Yeah, so, you know, obviously we've had a, a quarterback battle uh, that continues going on, right? And, um, you know, these guys really, it, it was a, a fierce competition in, in that they continue pushing one another. One will have a great day, and then the other one will come back and, and battle back and have a great day. And, you know, and then Pape comes in, and he does a great job. And so, Right in that room, there's so much competition right now. You know, with Sermon, I mean, Sermon's got a huge arm, right? Sermon's got a really strong arm, and uh, he's a bright kid. He's experienced with being in a room before, at, obviously at the University of Washington, and having some of that maturity and experience. Um, and you know, he's a sharp kid. Uh, you know, picking up on the offense. Uh, Daniel Richardson has got great anticipation, great timing, uh, throws a really nice ball. You know, and uh, knows the offense really well. You know, and then, uh, like I said, you know, Pape uh, is a kid that came in that's, um, you know, still learning the offense, right? It's, it's a whole lot of stuff for him uh, with having to know where protections are and turning it and, you know, where my hot is and stuff like that. But Yeah, um, that's a big one. He needs to figure that out yeah. quick. <laughs> the first time you get hit, <laughs> yes, you figure that figure out, right? Out. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, man, he, he has done a great job. He is a real pure passer. He got great touch on the ball um, and a very accurate thrower. Well, we can't wait to watch him. I mean, uh, it's got to be difficult for you. Last question here before we get going. Uh, Missouri defense, they bring in a new coordinator, NFL yep. base for the last 15 years. How the heck do you prepare for a scheme that you don't know what it's going to be going into week one? Yeah, absolutely. So, 
week one, uh, you know, the, the philosophy that Coach Mack has always taught us is, you know, you leave no stone left unturned. So, um, obviously, Steve Wilkes, first-year coordinator at Missouri, and it's been uh, a, a completely different defense last year than, than what these guys will be running this year. Uh, but you got to go back and you got to study. The last time he was a defensive coordinator is 2019 as the uh, Cleveland Browns. And before that, he was the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. But, you know, in, in this coaching world, right, everybody is kind of, of of families, right? And and so, you know, he has kind of a defensive yeah. family that he's a part of. And, and so, you know, we've gone back and we've studied everything that we possibly can um, in his past. And, uh, you know, and, and we also have to look at last year's Missouri's team to study the individuals, right? right? The specific personnel and the people uh, that are going to be placed into uh, this new scheme. But... You know, obviously he's a great ball coach, man, and um, excited to, uh, to mix it up with these guys. I guess that's the good thing about having all of summer to kind of get ready for this week one opponent is you yep. can do all the film watching you want, right? Yeah, absolutely. You spend a lot of time in the summertime, uh, not only the first game, but, you know, you spend summertime prepping for, you know, your entire season. Yep. So a lot of breakdown, and, you know, like I said, uh, we have uh, we've, we've done extensive studies, and so, uh, you know, We'll see how it goes on Saturday. I'm excited. Our kids are excited, man. Uh, we talked about being an aggressive offense and, and attacking and, you know, uh, uh, just go, really going after these guys. Well, you're going into a hornet's nest down there in Missouri, and uh, we are super excited to watch this team perform. Sounds like you got a lot of fun characters and uh, explosive players on the offensive side of the ball. Absolutely. It'll be fun. Kevin Barbe, the offensive coordinator in year one. Good luck to you down All right, there man. on Saturday. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. All right, we'll be right back to wrap things up on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Final segment here of the Coach Max Show as we get ready for week one, Central Michigan and Missouri. It has been a while since the Chippewas have played a non-conference game. you got to go back to 2019. We went to Wisconsin. We went down to Miami. Chippewas will head down to Missouri, their 10th game against an SEC opponent. Adam Jackson, Brock Gutierrez, our final couple minutes here. Brock, just listening to all the coaches, and certainly we, uh, we're still thinking about Coach Mack. Bummed that he couldn't come out tonight, but wish him a speedy recovery and hope to either see him this weekend or, or next week perhaps. But you can just collectively hear the excitement for this first week coming up. Yeah, they all said it, man. They've been scheming against each other. They've been, they've been banging against each other, uh, you know, with each, with each of the respective units. And it's time, man. It's, it's why you, that's why you go to college to play football. That's go, you know, to, to, to compete against other guys and, and see how you measure up. And I just love hanging around with coaches and, and, uh, and, and getting to hear their excitement and how, how, uh, I mean, it's a, it's in their blood, right? I mean, they're, this is what they do. This is this is their life, and and I love hearing all the coaching cliches. It gets me jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. So, uh, um, obviously, they're very excited. Everybody in Chippewa Land is as well, and uh, and and you and I are going to have a blast up there this weekend. Well, I love the gamesmanship because both the depth charts came out, and for week one, you you can't watch any film from this year. Yeah. So there's a lot of oars on yeah. the depth yeah. chart from both teams. Yeah, no doubt, and that's all by design, man. And so, uh, you know, and that's a good thing, too, with the uh, with the redshirt rules being different now. And they, these younger guys can play and they can get a kind of a measure on them in this first month of the season when they're all non-conference games and 
kind of see where people are at and see if they can help you win down the stretch or at least get them some experience and then if if you don't need them but they're but they have some experience if there's injury so you know kind of a different game than you know than 10 15 20 years ago but uh it's evolving and uh it's very exciting and it, and it just adds another level to the, the strategic side of the game one of the things we'll continue to talk about on the broadcast saturday and throughout the year remember last year three and three but also remember how it ended just 53 active players on the roster at the end of the year there's 115 players in the program here in 2021 so they got a plenty of options coming in yeah a lot of depth uh, across the across the, the whole roster so uh very excited to see this team come out as you and i've talked about I'm, i you know you and i talk a lot during the week i'm kind of sick of talking about it and i just want to get to the game and get this thing kicked off and and hit this uh, Missouri team right in the mouth and see what happens. Well, we'll see what happens. It's the Chippewas and the Tigers, 4 o'clock Eastern time. It'll be 3 o'clock down there Central time, but hopefully you make the drive or head down on the plane, or you can listen, you can watch. It'll be on SEC Network, or you can catch it here on the network. Brock Gutierrez, Adam Jackson, thanks so much for joining us for the first Coach Mack show of the year, and we will talk to you on Saturday. Fire up chips, Fire right? Fire up, baby.